We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Blue Wire. The Chicago Bulls select Kobe White. Levine with the runway. Welcome to Cash Considerations, a Chicago Bulls podcast. We're part of the Blue Wire Network. I'm Ricky O'Donnell. As always, I'm here with Jason Pat, and we are doing our second podcast of the day because we lost an episode we taped earlier today, an instant Possibly. reaction Possibly. to <laughs> the Lonzo Ball signing. Uh, we're back because the Bulls made another big move. Alex Caruso coming to the Bulls, four years, $37 million. Jason and I had a really fun discussion today, uh, live discussion. We had like 90 people on the app chatting with us at one point uh, about the Bulls getting Lonzo. Some seriously good vibes while that was going on. Jason, it's the end of the night now. I feel a little too exhausted to work <laughs> up the same enthusiasm. But we are going to talk about the Bulls signing Lonzo Ball to a four-year, $85 million deal uh, he comes via a sign and trade with the New Orleans Pelicans, Thomas Sadoransky, Garrett Temple in a second round pick going to New Orleans in the deal. Uh, that happened in the first minute of free agency. Literally. <laughs> uh, it was just so wonderful for the Bulls because Lonzo was a restricted free agent. The Pelicans had the right to match any contract. And it was clear the Bulls really had their hearts set on Lonzo. They tried to acquire him at the trade deadline, couldn't get the deal done. So this was their plan A, right? And we didn't really know how it was going to play out. I think I was still a little hesitant uh, in thinking that, you know, the Bulls could absolutely get this done, given the fact that they didn't control their own destiny because New Orleans had the right to match. So to see the Bulls land Lonzo, because Lonzo picked the Bulls, it sure seems like that was the case. Yep. Uh, Lonzo wanted to leave New Orleans, and Clutch Sports delivered him to Chicago. <laughs> uh, just, just wonderful all around. I think it's a major addition for the Bulls. It's a fair contract that he should easily live up to. I did read that he has a player option on the fourth yes. year of the deal. I think that came uh, out after we were after our thing was done. That's kind of a bummer for the Bulls. You would like him to be locked up for as long as possible on this contract, which he will start at age 24. It'll carry him for 24, 25, 26. And then I assume he's going to opt out for his age 27. Usually, yeah, for that bit. bigger deal. Yeah. But uh, still a wonderful contract for the Bulls. Wonderful acquisition. It immediately 
improves the team this year. He can be that connecting piece between Zach and Vooch. Uh, I feel like there's so much for me to go over again since <laughs> we lost the first podcast. But Jason, let's just say, what what were your initial reactions upon hearing the news? Yeah, I mean, it was great. We had all the smoke coming into free agency, and it would be a, it would have been a disappointment if the Bulls did not get him. I mean, there was just so much out there, and just like. Uh, if he would have gone somewhere else, if the Pelicans would have matched or something like it, just it would have been disappointing as we had kind of been putting all our hopes in Lonzo Ball coming to the Bulls, and sure enough, he did it. Uh, you said great the f- the fact that he seemingly chose the Bulls, that clutch sport that he's got, he's clutch. Uh, maybe that, who knows if that will help moving forward. We got that clutch sports guy in here, so uh, that he chose the Bulls. That he wanted to come here and that the Bulls just didn't really give up that much to get him. It was like we were we were wondering, like, are they gonna go under the cap? Like, are they gonna have to lose a bunch of guys to give him this big off big give him a big offer sheet that the Pelicans could match? Nope. Only Sadaransky, Garrett Temple on a second round pick, so no first round pick going out. So that was nice. To get a player, 20, he's 23 years old, he'll be 24 at the start of next season, just coming off the best season of his career. Uh good has improved his three-point shot by miles. Uh, up to 38% on over eight three-point attempts per game. The defense should be nice next to Zach Veen, and obviously we'll talk about Cruz here in a second. I mean, the Bulls have increased There's the, the defensive, uh, the perimeter defense improved it by a lot here with the moves that they've made so far. Uh, and just Lonzo is just a really nice fit. Again, as we've been saying for a long time, he isn't the answer to all their problems at point guard. He's not a guy... A really a primary initiator type in half court, but in transition, he'll be great. He is still like the now the best passer on the roster. Give me those Lonzo to Zach alley oops, like those it, all those Lonzo like half court alley oop passes to Zion Williamson. That's gonna be the fucking Zach Levine now, and that's gonna be dope as hell. Uh, so that's just really cool. Uh, a really nice move. And it's just it is really just nice to get that their guy because I mean, we, how many times. Uh, in free agency, not that Lonzo's like a superstar or anything, but like where the Bulls have had their eyes on a big name free agent and they they strike out and it just doesn't work out and they have to go to their second their second option. This year, they they targeted Lonzo Ball for a long time going back to the trade deadline and they get him right away, literally right at the start of free agency. Like it hit the that mark hit of free agency and literally like Shams was tweeting out the Lonzo deal immediately, like first deal of free agency. So, yeah, awesome stuff. You don't want to. We don't have to repeat ourselves too much about Lonzo because we've talked about him for so long. But uh, just a, a great, a great move for the Bulls and good and just really good stuff. Yeah, I guess what excites me about it is that like previously when the Bulls landed a free agent, it's only because they threw a ridiculous contract at someone like the Dwayne Wade deal, yeah. the, Jabari, the Jabari Parker deal. Uh, this one is just such a no-brainer because you're getting what should be the best years of Lonzo's career. He's steadily improved every year of his career. To acquire a talent like this, you usually need to have a top three overall pick in the draft, which Lonzo was as the number two pick in 2017. Uh, And to get him coming off his rookie contract, I mean, players just typically, players of his caliber typically don't change teams between their first and second contract. So I think this is a huge coup for the Bulls. Uh, He as you said, immediately becomes the best passer on the team. Perimeter defense, defense, also very good. Now, on offense, he's mostly a high-volume three-point shooter. He hit 37% of his threes each of the last two years, taking a huge number of attempts, uh, You know, often shooting seven, eight attempts per game from three. I don't know what exactly he averaged. We can pull that up. But uh, 
that that's going to be his role offensively, right? Like the Bulls bread and butter of their offense is going to be the Levine Vucevic pick and roll. Yep. You're going to have Lonzo there to be a floor spacer and a ball mover when that initial action doesn't work. And he's not someone who's going to like beat you off the dribble and put pressure on the rim, but he is still like sort of a basketball genius, right? Like that's why he went number two overall coming out of UCLA. And it still shows up all over his film at the NBA level. Just having someone who could make like interior passes the way he can is going to be a big boon for Vucevic and hopefully Patrick Williams. And as you mentioned, his transition passing, his outlets are really good. Uh, There was a note by Kevin Pelton in an ESPN.com story today that uh, his teams have been top 10 in pace every year of his career, and the Bulls haven't been above average in pace since uh, Fred Hoiberg's first season. Now, that's juxtaposed with Vucevic's team, all teams always being very slow in pace. So we'll see how that works, but I can already envision a scenario where Lonzo and Zach are getting out in transition with uh, you know some of the other younger guys, Patrick Williams, Kobe, hopefully when he comes back healthy. And you got Vooch as the trailer for three. Vucevic's shooting ability uh, that he showed last year, hitting nearly 40% of his threes on a high volume, by far the best shooting season of his career. It's a big boost for the offense to have a center who can do that. And I think that uh, Lonzo will... Only it only Lonzo's acquisition only makes the Vucevic trade look better, right? Like, I think all of us were a little bit like, well, they did give up a lot for Vooch. He's good. We like him, but they gave up a ton of assets for him. Well, now it just feels like more of a real team after getting Lonzo, after getting Caruso. Uh, the roster is no longer so heavily slanted towards the front court, and it just feels like AK put his put a stamp, put a stamp on the roster. And I couldn't be more thrilled to have Lonzo on the team. And uh, I'm hoping that, you know, this is the type of acquisition that makes other guys want to come to Chicago. Lonzo is a fun guy to play with. He's a clutch client. Uh, He's someone who I think has the respect of the next wave of players who are coming into their own in the NBA. And for the Bulls to land a free agent like this is just a really good sign that the public perception of the franchise has changed and that, you know, the days of Garpax are finally in the past. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Absolutely. Um, let's let's go. Let's talk about Caruso a bit now. So that was probably after a couple hours after that was after we did our our green room pod. Uh, the Bulls got Caruso four years, thirty seven million, as you said, uh, kind of out of nowhere. I don't think there were any Bulls Caruso rumors out there. I think I'm sure like 
I mean, we might have brought him up like briefly. Like, I don't think we talked about him too much. Uh, but I, I mean, I kind of thought the, the Lakers were going to do whatever they could to bring him back. I mean, four years, 37 million is not that much. And that they had his bird rights. Uh, according to the athletic, Lon, uh, Caruso's team went back to the Lakers after the Bulls made their offer and said, Can you beat this? And they said, No, they had no counter offer. So they were fine letting him go. Uh, Crusoe, kind of a cult hero, like four year deal, 37 million seems like a lot for him. I think if you look at the numbers and not good, that good, but he is a legit defensive player. Like, if you watch the Lakers play, like a couple of games against the Bulls, like Crusoe was locking up Zach on the perimeter. And he's, uh, I know the, a couple of like a bunch of Lakers fans that I follow, uh, some of the smarter ones that do like stuff with analytics, like really rate out Crusoe's defense, just really high level stuff on the perimeter. He's strong, he's tough. Uh, he obviously doesn't like look like them, like he'd be the greatest player, but like it's like Ryan Archiacono, like on steroids, basically. Uh, he was also a 40% shooter from three. Like, I don't expect much from his offense, but legit elite perimeter defense, which will be really nice at a full mid level ish contract. But, um, according to the, I'm we're not totally sure how this is going to work, but. Based on what happened with Daniel Tice, Daniel Tice is going to the Houston Rockets on a deal basically identical to the Caruso one. He's reportedly Tice is getting signed and traded into the Rockets' Victor Oladipo exception, which will create a, a trade exception for the Bulls. Which I think technically they could then take in Caruso into that, and then they could still have their full mid-level available to go sign somebody else. So like if they do work that out. Uh, that seems like a really nice bit of cat management. So losing Tice is a bummer, but if you can get Caruso and then add another guy in the full mid-level, either a wing or another big man to maybe replace Tice, you still have that. You see on, on your roster as well, you still have possibly getting a Lowry Mark and uh, sign and trade, somebody back for him. The Bulls are hard capped at $143 million right now, but they're way below that. They don't really have to worry about that. So uh, they get Caruso, a great elite perimeter defender, can, adds a bit more playmaking, was a pretty good shooter last year, albeit on low volume. But then you still have all these other ways to uh, improve the team. Uh, hard not to really like what the Bulls did. Like You can argue that maybe Cur- the Caruso deal is too much, but I think that's probably what they had to do to get him away from the Lakers. So uh, what are your thoughts on Alex Caruso? Like, the Caruso, he's cult hero in Los Angeles. Yeah, coming into the day, I saw our Lakers blog wrote that Caruso was expected to get the full mid-level exception coming into the day. Yep. So the contract he got was right in line with that. Uh, I'm really excited about it. He's a little bit older than I thought. He turns 28 at the end of February. So you're getting basically his age 28, 29, 30, 31 seasons. We haven't heard about any player or team options on this contract yet, to my knowledge. Uh, But I think it's going to be a major addition. You really can't overstate how bad the Bulls guards were defensively last year. Kobe and to a lesser extent, Zach would just get roasted on the perimeter time and time again their point of attack defense was really poor. And that's where Caruso shines. He's one of the best on-ball defenders in the league. Very tough to screen. You can't move him off his spot because he's much stronger than he looks. Uh, also got great size at 6'4", 6'5". And yeah, like you said, offensively, he doesn't bring a lot to the table. Over the last two years, he only at, combined to average six points a game. But I think he's got some offensive upside left in him. As you mentioned, he hit 40% of his threes on low volume, like 140 attempts this past season. And according to cleaning the glass, he also got to the rim at an 82nd percentile, uh, which is very impressive. So, like, he's in, as you've seen all the clips of Caruso, like, doing a flashy dunk, you know, he's got some athleticism, he's got some hops, and 
Uh, you know, he's not really like the shiftiest ball handler or anything. He's a fine ball mover, but he's not really like an advantage passer. But I think it's going to be a really good sign. He's going to bring it defensively. I think he can give you 10 points a game. I really do. Even though he hasn't proven that to this point in his career, uh, I can see him getting a bigger role than he's ever had on the Lakers. I think he can start. And I tweeted this out and people said I was crazy, but like, I think their best lineup right now is Caruso, Zach and Lonzo, Pat and Vooch. And then you bring Thad off the bench. We'll see what else happens to the rest of the roster. They still got Kobe around. They still got Troy Brown. Uh, IO is in the mix now. They're going to add another backup center. We'll see what they do with Markinen. It feels likely he's going to get traded for something. I wouldn't be surprised if the Bulls uh, have another big move or two left in him. I mean, maybe not like uh, DeMar DeRozan. There were the DeRozan rumors that we so talked that about. That, that's that's kind of quieted down. Like, there's really been nothing on the DeRozan front uh, all night, basically. I, it's just been kind of dead, it seems like. Yeah, we'll see what happens with him. Uh, that might even be out by the time we wrap up this podcast. Who knows? But uh, I think the Bulls just improved the overall talent base of the team significantly today. Getting two guys in the prime of their career – Getting two good defensive players. Yeah. I mean, it feels like the Bulls are back to acting like a big market again. And some people might laugh at that because we're talking about freaking Alex Caruso here. <laughs> and Lonzo, uh, a flawed player, even though, you know, nerds like me and you will swear that he's a positive impact player. But we said it when they made the Vooch trade that the Bulls just very much felt like they were desperate to climb out of their Garpax funk and credit Karnaschovas for, for doing it because Levine entering the last year of his contract, you know, you don't want to lose him for nothing. It's been four straight seasons. The bulls haven't made the playoffs. Uh, their rebuild under Garpax was just not going anywhere. So he made aggressive moves. Karnaschovas did, and he did a trade deadline. He did it today. I think it's awesome. I think the bulls are on their way up. It's, this is the best looking roster they've had. I mean, at least since the three alphas era, just because Jimmy was such a monster, but you got to think that this roster has more upside than that one. Yeah. And uh, it's just, you know, it's just a great, a great day for the bulls, quite frankly. Yeah. And you mentioned the Zach stuff he did uh, talk and they're actually literally about to play, I think in like 10 minutes against Spain. Uh, he did do He did uh, talk about his contract a bit earlier. And obviously he will not be getting that renego- renegotiated an extension given the bulls stayed over the cap and they made these moves. Uh, but I think again, he talked about how he just wants whatever respect with his next contract. Uh, I think he understands. I mean, he understands what had to happen here to, to make these types of moves. Like, I don't think he probably realized that like he was not going to get this renegotiation ex- renegotiation and extension unless like the bulls just struck out on everybody. So like, I think he understood that. I think as long as the bulls come to the table next off season with that big offer, uh, with that big contract extension, like he'll probably sign it. And I mean, unless, the season is a disaster. I mean, even then he still might sign it just because it's, he can get more from the bulls. He can always sign it and then ask for a trade in a year or two. So like, as of right now, I don't think I'm too worried about Zach Levine leaving. I think he has to like what he's seeing right now that you, you would hope the team will be better next season. And then you'd think the bulls will put that big offer on the table for him uh, and that he'll be fine. So yeah, for sure. Back to Caruso, I guess for a second, in terms of like their best lineup, like, I don't know if Caruso will start. He's always been around like a 15 to 20 minute player uh, uh, per game player with the Lakers. 
But I mean, I'm pretty sure he was closing a decent amount of times for the Lakers, like even if he wasn't starting. So like in that similar type of role, like maybe he's playing 20 minutes a game, but he's closing games. If you're, if you have Caruso, Zach, uh, who, I mean, Vooch, Kobe, uh, Kobe, Lonzo. I, mean, I don't know if you'll be doing the, all four of those guys. I thought we had a four guard lineup. Uh, it'll be yeah. obviously Zach, Vooch, Lonzo. Uh, maybe Pat and then Caruso and then like Caruso or Kobe as your other player. Like, I guess we'll see who else the Bulls add here in free agency, but they definitely just at least have some options here. Their, their backcourt, you talked about like the front, how the front court had just had like too many guys, uh, like most of the good players in the front court. Well, now in the backcourt, you got, you got, you got Lonzo and you got Zach and you got Kobe and you got Caruso, you got IO deep bench. Uh, Troy Brown, where do you cons- whether I consider him a guard or a small forward, I think he's more of a small forward, but still a wing. Uh, they could they could definitely use another wing, uh, use another big man. We'll see if they bring over Marco Simonovic. It sounds like they'll do that, but again, they have a couple more avenues where they can add. I mean, they still have the biannual exception as well, so they got uh, if they have the mid level still and the biannual, and then uh, the, I think you get somebody for marketing. I mean, that's still like th- maybe three more like rotation players that they could potentially add and turn as they turn over this roster. And just getting rid of some of the rest of those guard packs bumps, like they could build themselves a really nice deep roster here, uh, and it's 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 definitely definitely looking pretty nice at least M- much better. There should definitely be some optimism, I think, heading after this first day of free agency and uh, moving forward. Hopefully, they make some more moves. Like I said, we're recording this right now at eleven thirty p.m. There are still some moves coming in. Uh, I don't know if the Bulls will make any more tonight, but we did just see Otto Porter, former Bull, is signing with the Warriors on a minimum deal. I mean, that's kind of crazy. He just was making like thirty, almost thirty million a year with the Bulls at the end, and his value obviously dropped so much. Looks like he was he turned down a little bit more from other teams to take this minimum deal with the Warriors. I think that's a great fit. I think we talked about trading out of the Warriors before. Uh, really nice fit. Good place to rehab his value. We, looks like Spencer Dinwiddie's going to the Wizards. Three years, sixty million. So we still got some names coming off the board. We got some big extensions on the off the board too. We got Trey. We got Shea Gillis Alexander got his extension from the Thunder. Luca's obviously going to get his. So we still got some big stuff happening here tonight. Uh, I don't know if any more will happen with the Bulls. Uh, but if it is a, if it is so far, it's Lonzo and Caruso for the first day. Very successful first day of free agency. For sure, I think uh, that that sums it up nicely, Jason. Yeah, it was. Uh, the, you know, I'm doing a little win winners and losers thing, and I got the Bulls as a winner. Like that's one obvious one that jumped out to me from early, and as well as the Heat getting Kyle Lowry, yeah. locking up Jimmy. Jimmy's going to be making fifty million dollars per year <laughs> at age 36. Pretty wild. Chris and Paul they- signed a deal today that if he finishes it, would pay him thirty million dollars a year at age 40. Just totally wild for Chris Paul, an all-time bag grab out of this guy. Absolutely. It's going to be $420 million in career NBA earnings if he finishes out this contract pretty wild. So uh, I can't wait to see what Karnaschovas has up his sleeve next. I think an obvious thing the Bulls need is backup five, right? Yeah. Like they don't have... You can't be relying on like I mean unless they unless they unless Thad unless it's Thad they got Simonovic but I feel like they need another veteran there I, I don't want to rely on Simonovic I just don't know what he's going to bring I think you need you got another wing in you you need a, another a, another backup big man uh, but again you have the mid level possibly depending we'll see what, how they work out these deals like I said uh, they have this option with the Tice side and trade and then with Caruso's deal. Uh, it seems like they could still have the full mid-level or they, if they just have, even if it somehow just turned into uh, they have this Tice trade, trade exception, that's like eight, $9 million where you can trade for somebody into that. So that's 
uh, still an option. Either way, they're going to have something. They could have something nice there uh, uh, to use at their disposal. So you have those exceptions. You have the lot possibility of Lowry, and you can get your another another wing, another backup big man. Uh, so I, I, I will. I think Javale McGee did go off the board. That was somebody we talked about. Yeah, he went to the gone. Suns. I think it's a nice move for the Suns. They needed a backup for for DeAndre Ayton with. Uh, Dario Sarge out. Obviously, Kaminsky was playing back up there in the finals. Uh, I think that's a nice move for the Suns. So we'll see. Yeah, but the Bulls do have the avenues now to add these depth pieces. Uh, and it'll be very interesting to see how, how they go about it. Because uh, it is very exciting at the start here. And there's more to come. And it's uh it's it's pretty dope, pretty sweet. The Garpack stench is finally getting off the draft. <laughs> it is, it's close. We're almost you know, we there. Never, we never got to see what the Zach and Vooch tandem really looked like. It's yeah. full strength last year. Zach got COVID. He was hurt right when the trade went down, then he got COVID shortly thereafter. So just having those two together cooking was always going to be awesome for this upcoming season. And now having Vooch, I really feel like the Bulls are primed to uh to hopefully take a take a pretty sizable leap up the standings. Uh no way. Do they want to be surrendering a lot, surrendering a lottery pick to the Magic in 2023 when they have to pay out the second pick on that Vucevic deal? So uh, there, I think the Bulls felt a lot of pressure to try to get back in the playoff picture now, and uh, you know, hopefully they've put themselves in that conversation. You can debate them against the Knicks. The Knicks had a really overachieving year last year. I don't know how I feel about the Knicks' moves in the first day of free agency. They just basically overpaid. A lot of their own guys brought in Evan Fournier, though, who could give him some scoring punch. Lost Reggie Bullock, who was a good three and D wing for him. Uh, you know, if the Bulls can get to that, what do you spot, what do you think of what do you think of the Knicks giving D Rose three forty? Was it do, actually? It does sound like there was interest there with the Bulls. Casey said again that, and I think others said, said that it, there yeah. was that talk, and the Knicks gave him three forty three. Obviously, the Bulls were not going to give him that. They they get Caruso instead. I mean, that feels like a bit much for D-Rose. I know he's still pretty good. Uh, the, but the Knicks, yeah, kind of just overpaying their own guys to come back and then throwing the bag at Fournier. Uh, kind of interesting, given, like, they had all this cap space and, like, thinking big, and that's what they end up doing. Yeah. Feels like – so the Knicks were supposed to have $50 million coming into free agency in available cap space. I believe that was the highest figure in the league or yeah. it was close to it. And – yeah, I mean, they just re-signed Alec Burks, Nerlens Noel, D-Rose. You get Fournier, who should be a nice addition. But, you know, those are the teams the Bulls see themselves competing with next yep. year, right? To try to get into that middle picture uh, of the conference playoffs. Ideally, avoid the play-in tournament. We'll see. Like, let it be said, the Bulls are bad until they prove otherwise. True. They've been trashed for four years in a row, man. So, uh they need to show us that they can be good before we start crowning them. And, of course even their highest possible outcome, uh, you know, they're not going to be able to stack up with the Nets or the Bucks, certainly. And then even in a best case scenario, it's hard to see them stacking up with a team like the Hawks. And the Heat. Uh, certainly, I think the Sixers have a higher ceiling than them. Uh, the Heat. Miami, Boston will still be very good. The Heat definitely improved their roster with Lowry, and they got PJ Tucker. Like the Heat, and they get PJ Tucker for the playoffs. They're going to be a tough ass defensive team. I don't know about their offense. We'll see. Like I know there was talk about DeRozan going there. That could be a real weird offensive team, but uh, they're going to be real tough defensively. The Heat, totally. So Bulls got their work cut out for them for sure. Uh, Even their highest possible outcome doesn't feel super successful, but hey. You got a ball before you crawl, right. as Kanye once said, and I think they can 
start to do that this year. Try to continue to make the franchise more appealing. And hopefully one day this is an organization that can land a true max level headliner free agent. Uh, that hasn't been the case since the dynasty era ended. And, you know, that's another thing where we'll believe it when we see it. But I think that is the plan with our tourist kind of show is he views Chicago as the type of market that can land marquee free agents. But no marquee free agent is going to come to a team that absolutely sucks. So right. the goal for the Bulls this year is to be try not to 500 suck. team, be a cool team, get people talking about, uh, you know, Caruso, I feel like gets more mentions on Bleacher Report than any other player in the league. So they're going to have that juice going for him now. Lonzo is always sort of a, you know, a buzzy player. People want to hear about him. People want to see what he's doing. So Bulls got some positive momentum going for him. I think that this was a terrific first day of free agency. And I can't wait to see what Karnaschevis does next to round out the roster. Yeah, I might just have to, like, Joe Madden's old, like, motto for the Cubs. I think the year they won the World Series right before that was try not to suck. That's basically for the Bulls. Please try not to suck. Actually be decent. Because, yeah, like you said, it's there was not especially this offseason. I mean, no, like the biggest free agent to move teams is with Kyle Lowry, right? And like the Bulls were never really in on that. Uh, I mean, Alonzo was, I mean, one of the top guys available, and they did get him. So obviously not marquee superstar, but there really weren't any marquee superstars changing teams. Again, it was Kyle Kyle Lowry was the biggest name. It was all the other guys, unless Kawhi somehow leaves, but I don't think that's gonna happen. Uh I mean Chris Paul went back to his own team. Uh who else might even think I so basically it was Kyle Lowry, the biggest name. So Lonzo, one of the other big, bigger names to change teams and the Bulls got him. So that's, that is a start. Uh, I know we talked about this earlier on the green room as well. It's like, if you're like, if you're worried about like this being a championship core right now, like just, I don't think you can just worry about that. Like you're not, the Bulls weren't going to go from being trash to being like guaranteed championship contender in one year. Uh, there's no player like outside of, if it was unless it was like LeBron or KD or like a healthy quad changing teams or something like that, or like Giannis changing teams, like that can turn you from like trash to a title contender. It's going to take some time. They need to become decent first uh, and become more appealing, as you said. And then maybe in a couple years, maybe Nicole Jokic does want to come to the Bulls or something like that. And you, and you become appealing for a bigger name free agent. And then you become about, a title How contender. about Durant? I'm, I'm focusing on Durant now that he tweeted out those pictures of him in the Tony Kukoc jersey. Oh, yeah, that's right. And like, right? He's, he said he's, something nice about Zach. And, uh, Zach is uh, maybe recruiting him a little bit uh, in, in, in Tokyo. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, give me, me KD. Give me KD in a couple of years, baby. That's maybe, how the ceiling really goes up. Yeah, maybe, I know he's a little on the older side. But maybe the Nets just like totally bomb. Maybe like Kyrie goes and retires or something and Harden, you know, who knows what's going on. Or they Harden. just keep winning championships and no one gives them credit for it. They keep saying, win a real title to him on Twitter and he gets <laughs> mad and he's like, all right, fine, I'll go to the trash bowls and win a title. Uh, <laughs> by the way, KD at like 35, 36. Oh, he'll be awesome. He's going to be awesome. Yeah. yeah, Kyle Lowry just got $30 million a year That's at 35. Chris Paul just got whatever Durant he got. going to be balling out at that yeah. age. Yeah. So... I mean, same thing goes for Kawhi, too. Kawhi's not even 30, I don't think, yet. So. I think he is. Th- I think he's right on, like, 30. Is he 30 now? Uh, point is, yeah. Bulls, good vibes today. This is the best Bulls day in a long time, truly. Uh, so I can't wait to see what they do next. And, yeah, that's all I got, Jace. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's a fun, fun day talking. A lot of talk about the Bulls here. A lot of talk about Lonzo. Uh, like you said, good vibes. It's, uh, it's fun to have, actually have good vibes about the Bulls. As much as we love to shit on them as well, 
and all that stuff. It can be fun to do that, but after a while, it just really sucks to watch shitty basketball and be complaining about the same things over and over again. So like, it is fun to talk good things about the bulls. Uh, and again, we'll see what they do. We got this, this off season won't be super long. Again, the season will be, we'll be, we're back to like the normal October schedule. So like the season will be starting up not too in a couple months from now. So it'll be, it'll be very exciting. So, uh, yeah, we will see what happens at free agency. A lot of moves still to be made and, uh, just nice to see them really just turning over this roster and all that good stuff. Uh, yeah, I got nothing else. So let's, we'll, we'll wrap it up here again. Team USA is starting up right now. So whenever you're listening to this pod, this get that game will be over. Hopefully they don't choke against, uh, Spain here, but I guess we'll, I guess we will have to see, but, uh, as always shout out to the blue wire network with free agency going on with all these moves, crazy day, so much movement here already. So many deals on this first day of free agency, go check out all the great analysis all across the blue wire network when, uh, for all these, all the great NBA pods. And then all across just the other sports and the blue wire network, we got tons of pods out there, blue wire on the up and up great stuff, uh, for us here at cash considerations, as always, uh, we uh, please rate and review us. Uh, give us those five star ratings or give us that feedback. Leave us comments wherever you listen to your podcast. We're on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts. You know where to follow us on Twitter. I'm at Bulls underscore J. Ricky is at SB underscore Ricky. Uh, with all this stuff going on, we're obviously talking, interacting with everybody on Twitter. Please hit us up, give us your opinions, all that good stuff. Um, and I'm, I, and I'm not sure what our next pod will be. We'll see. It might depend on what uh, moves the Bulls make, but uh, probably something else later this week. Maybe we'll do another green room. Maybe it'll actually record for us this time. Maybe we'll do another regular pod. Maybe we can get a guest on talking about the Bulls. That might be a good idea. Then us just rambling over and over again. But uh, we'll see when that'll be. Hope the Bulls come up with some more good moves, and we'll talk to you guys next time. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.